Leslie on this Feelman and Hooley We Tackle Life podcast. You know, it, it's December. It's a season of gratitude, Chris, and we are so fortunate every single week to be surrounded by such a great crew that has helped put on our broadcasts all season long amidst very trying times, and yeah. we're grateful to all of them. And, you know, this is my fifth year at Fox, and I've worked with the same crew for all those five years, and to all of you, thank you very, very much. I appreciate everything you do. Yes, he does appreciate everything you do. That was a interesting portion of your Sunday broadcast, Mr. Spielman. Bengals and Cowboys. And as we sit here on a Monday morning at 7.09 a.m., and as people listen to this on Tuesday at some point in the day, uh, I thought maybe you'd like to lend a little context to why mm. that uh, happened in the... 12th regular season game, 13th regular week season 14. game, week 14 of the season rather than uh, at the end of the season. I did my last game for Fox yesterday. Um, I accepted a, uh, as you guys heard. <laughs> accept- well, they'll be hearing this about the same time it's being announced in Detroit. Well, just let the Lions have their... I'll let them have their moment. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I accepted a, a position with the Lions, and the title of the position is the uh, Special Advisor to the Owner and President of the Detroit Lions. And, you know, um, the um, goal was, uh, or is, for that job, is that I'm going to be a servant to everybody in the organization. And it's important, and those of you that listen to this podcast understand that Sheila Hamp Ford has a vision matches my vision, matches the president's vision. And they asked uh, if I'd be interested in joining the organization somehow. They wanted to know if I was interested in uh, being a general manager, which was a big thing a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the uh, dismissal of Bob Quinn, GM, and Matt Patricia, head coach, Mm -hmm. just caused uh, Herman Moore, your former teammate, and many Lions fans, many Lions fans, To go on Twitter and say Chris Spielman's a perfect GM. So a couple of weeks ago, I received a call from the president, Rod Woods, and we just started talking. And uh, I said the best capacity that I can serve in is to help you guys to set what you want and do everything possible. And the number one rule is a uh, Woody Hayes quote, but it's been used by many others probably previous to Woody and probably after. And the thought's always been there. It's all about the people. And all the people have to be on the exact same page of how do you build and sustain a winner. And there has to be a matching of philosophy, of culture, of identity. And that's what I plan on doing. And it is the right time in my life to do it. And uh, this is probably going to be our last podcast but we'll we'll see we never know what the future is going to come nope. or, and and but right now um this is it and i want to thank everybody that's ever listened to this it's been a pleasure in a in a way to be of service to you guys if you can use any of the information that bruce and i have shared uh we opened our hearts we kind of uh became vulnerable i think on this mm-hmm. podcast transparent yeah and uh hopefully you got something out of it but it's been a pleasure and uh yeah and then you know, we're my wife and I will head back to Detroit, which is interesting. It is Things interesting. Comes full circle. My 
But it's the right time. I mean, this is the la- I have one senior in high school, and this is her last year. And so uh, it's just kind of strange how everything is timed up. And I read a verse earlier, and I would read it again, and it's kind of— Yesterday's verse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Uh, this is cool because, you know, we started talking about this Lions opportunity, not in a joking way, but just in a news informational way when it came open. Yeah. Uh, you outlined some of your philosophies. And then they consulted with you. So you th- all thought we were kidding about two men in a basement NFL consulting. We weren't kidding. No. They did I cons- thought I was kidding. <laughs> they did consult. <laughs> Apparently they took us serious. With Chris. They only taken one of us, so I'm sorry to inform you. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. And it came out of those conversations. And then in the interim, you and I have talked about this a lot. And um, and I've said, and I think that verse you're going to quote from Esther is so perfect because, you know, I've known you 15 years. You are a product of the influence of very many football people, of Earl Bruce, Woody Hayes, Bo Schembechler, Sonny Spielman, Marv Levy, Wayne Fonts, Frank Gantz. You've mentioned all of them a lot. But you're also a product of life's blows. Yeah. And um, many... Like all of us. I'm not... Un, yeah, no, no. Yeah. But, but, but many unwelcome at the time, hard lessons. And I have said to you, and I want to say it publicly, I do believe God's prepared you uniquely for and developed in you. Developed, not given. Developed the gifts you need to be really great at this job as a consensus builder, as a right. as a furtherer of culture and all those kinds of things. So I'm really excited for you. Well, I'm smart enough to know that um, where my strengths are and where my weaknesses are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, what you're talking about, what you sent me, I can't find it. Um, All the text I sent Yeah, because like, that, that was really special to me, and that validated and confirmed what I thought. And this is from Bruce, Friday, 8.29 a.m. From Bruce, praying for you this morning in the new role God has prepared you for. Prepared you to do with distinction both in results and manner. You will do it best if you do it as a man you have become, steeled by life's blows. This is when you're, this is like, you're, you're writing, dude. I still, I, I'm, a, I'm a groupie for your writing. <laughs> One of the few, but I am out there. No, there's a <laughs> lot of people. Steeled by life's blows, enlightened by your consistent pursuit to fill, fulfill your purpose in Christ. Correct. Rather, and this is very true, and you know it because you've been on a journey with me. Rather than as the man where when you relentlessly chased a Super Bowl as a player, that's the protection and focus that I'm praying for you at this point in your very, oh, that's nice, very remarkable and impactful life. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. And I shared that. I immediately called Carrie, and that's I shared from Proverbs that. somewhere. Proverbs yeah. 12 or it, something. That's a great, it was whatever day I was in yeah. the Bible, that in Proverbs that day. It's a great verse. It's a tremendous verse, and it's a humbling verse. And But your words were humbling to me, and it because you know my biggest struggle. And when we first talked about this, I said to you, Bruce, I can't become what I was. And 
that was put, your fear if you took the GM job, right? Was that it would consume? I would almost you. Uh, yeah, and and I'm not. I mean, I could do it, but at what cost? And I would, I think, after two or three years, I would have a pretty good feel for the way to go. But that's not a job that you just okay. I'm the GM now. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. It's it's not fair to the organization. Well, but you also weighed, I think, more heavily. What's the toll on Carrie? What's yeah. the toll on your kids? What's right. the toll on your relationship with Christ? Right. Yeah, I think exactly. you weighed that very heavily because you have had to battle that. You're a very loyal person, and you're a very um, responsible person. And so when someone hands you an expectation, they're not going to get 99% no. of what you can get. That's very true. They're going to get all of it. And it's not always healthiest for you to be um, weighed down by what you expect of yourself in excess of what other people expect of you. One of uh, my my gross, and we talked about God's prepared you for this very moment in your life. We don't know. For such a time as this. And how I know is that one of my gifts is that I, I've been humbled to the core that I do have insight. I know what I can do, and I know what I can't do, or I know what's best in which way I can serve as opposed to, yes, I can serve, but would that be best? That that's, makes a lot of sense to me. And so insight is honest, intellectual, critical insight is a great gift because when you have that, you can be most effective. And look, my goal is to have an impact on people. And if sports is the vehicle to do that, I am going to do that. And I I don't think any of this is next. And all the timing, uh, everything is kind of lined up. But just to mention loyalty, you know, um, I said that, you know, I don't necessarily have to live up there all the time. I that's not <laughs> I can't do that. You know that I no. can't. I can't do that. That's half in. You're yeah, not I can't. A half I can't person. do it. And and it, you know, it's gonna. It's not like I'm, you know, putting a for sale sign in my house. It's just I want to make the good decisions and right decisions, and there's no hurry, you know. And and I have such a strong marriage, like you and Sherry. That it can sustain, you know, a little bit of separation. Um, uh, you know, where I'll be home on weekends. You know, you did that for how many? Three years. years. Three years you did that. And, yep. you know, I shared that with Carrie. And Carrie's very 100% on board. And it's, uh, it's a new, exciting chapter of something that I never thought would happen. Uh, but it did happen. And, you know, one of the non- faith-based reasons why I'm doing this is that I, why would I leave a job that I've loved outside of being a player more than any job that I've ever had in my life? And, and, you know, I'm sorry. It also includes working with you. You mean, you mean Fox? (laughs) Yes. I know you thought, what are you talking about? No, I know. Did you mean the big show from 1460, the fans? (laughs) Chris three to five, Bruce three to six, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that part. So, but the reason um, I I think is that Sheila Hamp Ford, 
carries the burden of the Ford family of trying to bring a winner to Detroit and her passion and her uh, deep caring for the city and the franchise mm-hmm. is something that she has taken on and she is all in. And so if she wasn't all in, uh, I wouldn't be there as special assistant to the owner, president of the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the fact that she's all in and she's inspired me to take do this and help her or help anyone, not help her, help any way that I can. So in that vein, uh, the Lions have a head coach and general manager to hire. You'll be offering your insight yeah. on that. Um, I have, and I'll just run down my resume yeah. because somebody will ask me that and I got to have an answer. I grew up with a coach, for one. Um, I've been steeled by life's blows. Blows. Yep. I I understand leadership to the core. The most difficult challenge regarding leadership was not with any job that I had, but with dealing with the and, and I'm not the only one, and so people out there know what I'm talking. Dealing with the loss of, of your children's mother. And standing before them, never flinching. So I understand leadership. I understand vision. I understand response. I understand what it takes. I have the experience of a player. Um, I have notes upon notes upon coaches that I believed in that matched what my philosophy is. My philosophy is not the only right philosophy. There might be other ones, but one that I believe in the most. Um I have experience in covering and watching and evaluating college players for 14 years. I have experience in being in a um, being grateful to my male role model and my brother Rick Spielman, and knowing everything about what it takes to be. Uh, a good general manager and what it takes to run an organization and what it takes to be a philosophy. I haven't done it, but I've watched it up close and personal. Mm-hmm. And I have experience from TV of for five straight years, 17 weeks a year, talking and picking the minds of great minds in this NFL. And then what I was able to do during this process was talk to people uh, that have had success currently and uh, in the past of what it takes to be a good NFL team. And it's interesting that all four of them, without hesitation, uh, exactly had the same set of rules. And I thought, well, that's my rules. Mm-hmm. And that validated everything that I believed, and it gave me the confidence to move forward. Uh, we have received a ton of affirming emails here and reviews and everything, and we appreciate that. So I thought it would be um, an appropriate way to end this podcast. And I don't know what this podcast will become going forward. No idea. Figure that out. We're, 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 we're going to do something, but it's not going to be sports-related or football-related no. because that would border on – um, breaking some rule, I'm yeah, sure. It just puts you in a tampering just, situation yeah, or but just giving uh, up inside information. That's why I'm not yeah. doing for Fox. We right. came to the, you know, I have a great relationship with Fox, but we came to agreement. It's just not a good look for me to sit here and. No, because you're on the job with the Lions right. right now. And so to continue 
talking to other teams and stuff like that. It's just not an ethical thing to do. And, so. and uh, we'll we'll have some type of faith based. We'll work something out. We always do. We always end up back together. We always somehow. end up back together like peaches and herbs. Yeah. Kind of, but at any rate. It's uh, great, but it's annoying too, but it's great. <laughs> well, this Lions opportunity came up about as quick as this podcast came up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Bruce, yeah. let's do a podcast. Let's do a okay. podcast. <laughs> so, I operate like that though, you yeah. know? So George uh, sent this email just, just this past week, and I thought, well, this is cool. When this arrived, it's a good way to usher out you know, this phase of what we do. He says in the midst of his email, he says, I can really appreciate the decisions that you've made, Chris, uh, to sacrifice personally for the good of others. As a fellow Washington high alum, I am so happy and pleased that you've become the God honoring man that you are. Both you guys are great witnesses to our faith. So I appreciate your willingness Mm. to step up and speak out for Jesus. We older guys need to let our young people know about God and his desire for them to trust and follow him. They're not enough non-clergy who are doing this, so you really are making wow. a difference. Uh, that's humbling. And you just said something a second ago about standing with your kids in front of your kids and all that and not flinching. I heard Dennis Prager say this week that one thing he sees now and worries about now with our young people in this era of covid is that fear is prevalent and that he, Dennis is 72 years old, he said, the one thing I reflect on with my folks is that I never saw my folks show fear. Mm. I reflected on that and I thought, you know, my dad lost four fingers in a farming accident in his 30s. He had a heart attack in his late 30s. He had multiple heart issues, open heart surgery. My mom had a heart attack at work on the assembly line. Financial difficulties much of their life, both factory workers, both hard workers, I never saw my folks show fear ever, ever, not one time. Did I ever wonder, boy, wonder what we're going to do here. That's very powerful. So for you with your kids, awesome. And I think that is a great lesson for all of us in life. And I know you'll chart a confident course where you're headed. Can you please do me a favor? Of course. Can you do an hour on what you just talked about with what Dennis Prager said, maybe what I've said, to give people that confidence and to make them think they need to hear that message on, you know, on really 98.9 The Answer, 5 to 7, The Bruce Lee Show. I just think that, like, if I were just uh, going back and forth between radio stations and I heard that conversation in this time, that might be a conversation, and it might reach one person, mm-hmm. one person, or it could validate so many others. Then just text me and say, "Hey, uh, I'm doing the fear segment tonight on on the answer," and tell me what time. I, I because to hear you, you have a very good way of being patient. I mean, your your growth is. I'm not just saying this. You know that I don't just say crap to just say it. But how you're presenting yourself on the radio tonight or recently has been fabulous. And if you can have a serious conversation and say, I'm not talking over you. I'm not wagging my uh, uh, finger at you. And it goes back to that that um, from the uh, Monsignor. Remember the Monsignor mm-hmm. quote? Mm-hmm. But I, if you prepare a show 
on fear, I just think you're going to have a major impact. I mean, this is, I, when you started talking about that and what Prager said, I know how you feel about it. You can, it could be such a powerful, encouraging message. And I'm not, I don't want to make fun of people. I work with people that are very afraid. And I want them, maybe if they heard something like that, maybe they wouldn't be afraid. And they're legitimately afraid. That's yeah. just the way that it is for yeah, them. Yeah, it is legit. And, yeah, and, and, it's real. And I don't make fun of it. I don't laugh at it. I don't belittle it. I have compassion mm-hmm. for them. And they think I'm crazy, and you know maybe they think that I think they're crazy, but I'm not. I don't. I have genuine compassion for them, and just a different mindset. But I think if you could do a, an hour on that, that would be so powerful, man. Can we? Sometime we do. I'll it. try my best to come up with that. You think it's a good idea? For I do. Yeah. Once again, even though I'm now yeah, taking I'm a new to... position, I'm still producing the show. You are. That's right. <laughs> doing a great job. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll give that. I don't mean I'll give it strong thought like whether I'll do it or not. I'll do it. I'll just have to really think about how to do it. Yeah. Well, I know and you do will. do it well and maybe enlist some, uh, a guest or two on that yeah. uh, because I think it's important to do it. Uh, oh, it's we, so important, we, Bruce. We, it's so important to do it now. We have our basis in a faith well on that. You know, that's where our yeah. ability to not be fearful comes from. But I want to give the given the platform I have. I'm very appreciative of the platform that I have. I want to be able to speak to people because it's not it's a Christian owned station, but it's my station is not an overtly Christian station. So I want to be able to speak to the people who don't share our faith and hopefully give them something useful. But I want to make sure that everybody knows. And if you've listened to this podcast anytime at all, I honestly don't know how people go and weather the blows of life without the bedrock faith in Christ because the certainty of what's coming for those of us who have given our life to Jesus and trust in his provision, not our own, we all understand our own inadequacy, it's easier for us, it's easier for me, I'll speak for me, because I know what's coming and so this life is just so a whisper. In typical uh, Bruce and Chris fashion, I'm going to, I want to close this, mm-hmm. if you don't mind, yep. if you give me that yep. honor. Yep. And I'm going to close it with a verse. First of all, I'm so grateful for you and likewise what we do. For you. And we're a good team in life. Um, I'm so grateful that we worked as a team. I, I you don't, don't downgrade this. We worked as a team to provide uh, something in a time of need of many people. And I'm so grateful that we were able to do that as a team. It's a team effort. Everything's a team. We each have our roles. We know our role. We executed our role. I'm so grateful for people that um, heard what we had to say. Whether they agreed or disagreed, at least they t- took the time to hear it and listen. I'm grateful to everybody that took the time to hear it. And f- so with that, my last words on this podcast are this. And it's in relation to fear. And where can you get strength and where can you get courage? And the only place I know is the Bible. And it's Hebrews 13, 5, and 6. I will never leave you nor forsake you. 
So we boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? God bless you all. God bless you all. Thanks so much. We'll let you know what comes next. But for Chris, it's a very exciting opportunity. And um, I know it'll devote, it'll require your full energies. You'll do great because God has prepared you for such a time as this. And it'll be fun to watch. And thank you for your time the last few uh, years what coming am I going to do not drive coming out here to the hinterlands yes <laughs> wow Your commute to Detroit I'll is only it's, slightly it's shorter about half than so, it is yeah. out here <laughs> I'll miss the laughter I'll miss the insight and I'll miss the fun so yeah. thanks man